This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You are listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number 17. Malpractice insurance costs 37k. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Welcome to episode 17 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is now Friday, June 15th. We are we are running a week behind, but we have we have a good reason for that. And you know, I kind of broke my Diablo hand and Jen has been suffering with allergies. So I hope all of our listeners don't hold it against us. You know, we we needed that extra week. I'm a little high and loopy on pain medications. But uh yeah, I guess I decided just to jump right into it. Uh, you know, that's that's just the way that I operate, right? So anyway, absolutely. Yeah, so I am joined of course by my two co-joeys and a special guest host which he's more or less going to be, you know, our fourth seat every now and then. Our our good our good friend in Diablo Savant, Lantonio. How are you tonight, Lantonio? I'm doing pretty good. I'm playing a lot of D3 getting everything taken care of. Got a little extra time in my hands at the moment to play pretty much oh, you as much as I want. You know what, Lantonio? I, I'm sorry. I didn't address you by, by your correct name, Mr. 32K. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, someone's oh. got to do the damage Why everyone else, you know, holds them out of my way. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. My, my I want to change my, my name, though, by the way. <laughs> I think I'd be Mr. 37K, just so you know. Oh, it's 37 now. <laughs> and, of course, uh, my other two co-hosts, uh, Breja, how are you tonight? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, you know, can't can't complain other than uh, my my pinky bone is broken. But yeah, and Jen, how how are your allergies treating you? Oh, I've been better. <laughs> um, I have enough voice to podcast with, so I'm good to go. Yeah. So yes, as I as I jumped right into the, in the beginning of the show. Uh, Last week, we had to unfortunately postpone our recording. Um, Friday night, uh, last Friday night, you know, I, I was doing some extreme sports, you know, uh, walking across my living room floor <laughs> and tripping over my son's helicopter and then falling awkwardly and breaking my hand, which, you know, kind of really sucks. It, I mean, I'm left-handed, so it hasn't impacted my writing ability, but, you know, I am a right-handed mouse user, so that it that's been a little interesting. But, uh, yeah, so... Are you still using the mouse with your right hand? Are you not using a mouse at all? Or have you, like, moved the mouse over so you can use it left-handed? I'm a trooper. I'm I'm playing Diablo 3 with a broken hand, so... All right. 
Oh yeah, he's just there going through see. Inferno. Click, click, click. All oh, the pain! <laughs> click, 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 click. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, fortunately, I don't have to use my pinky for using the mouse too much, so it's kind of not in the way too much. But uh, no, that's just for sipping. Yeah. But you uh, ease yourself into it with the lower levels, though, on your alt characters. So I'm guessing. Yeah, I have been I have been uh, playing quite a bit of my uh, barbarian recently, and he's a ton of fun. I I'm not gonna lie, he's uh he's my number two now. <laughs> he's a ton of fun. He's like the biggest character in the game. He's a ton of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a lot of fun. So uh, let's get into what we've been up to. Well, since Lantonio's with us, Lantonio, what have you been up to? Well, in been uh, like I said, mostly playing Diablo. A few other things in my life's been going on. Which I don't since the last time I was on here, you know, lost the old jab. Not too sad about it though. You know, didn't really want to be there. So, getting a summer vacation to do what I want is kind of nice. But other than that, you know, just got into Inferno not too long ago myself. Trying my best to keep it going and everything. How far through Inferno have you have you gotten? Well, I just beat Act One. I tried to go into Act Two, but Act Two is a completely different difficulty. I mean, you don't even get a chance. You go into Act, you know, you beat the the butcher in Act One, and you think, oh, Act Two is going to be not too bad, seeing as though I can get through now on a steady pace of Inferno Act One. You go into Act Inferno Act Two, and it's like a whole nother difficulty. You don't even. The difference in range to melee characters is so hard with my current build as a source. I'm kind of a range guy, but if they can shoot at me, I can't do nothing about it. So, mm-hmm. There's a lot of nasty combinations of champion packs, and they're usually all fast and mm-hmm. painful. I'm playing I a lot with you. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we, we've, been doing, uh, we've been doing some Whimsyshire runs in Hell. Uh, all, all thanks to you completing your herd of staffing. Yeah, that herd was fun. Staff, <laughs> staff of herding. Yes, <laughs> I got that backwards. I have to say that's actually pretty, a pretty tedious thing to get. Uh, most of everything kind of comes natural while you're playing because I never really went looking for it until after I'd gotten all the way through the game. And I went back, decided to get it to help farm stuff because, you know, obviously, as you know, Inferno... Without the, without the right equipment, it's pretty much a lost cause. So I decided to go into normal and get all the pieces. Well, I did like 30 runs trying to get, uh, I believe it's the Liquid Rainbow, mm-hmm. one of the pieces. Yeah, I'm still and missing that one. Th- the thing with that one is, you know, there's, I think it's an Act 2 you got to get it, but there's a guy you that has to randomly spawn to open up a dungeon. And then in that dungeon, you have to get a randomly spawned chest. So... I went like 30 times in a row without even getting the guy and then I finally get the guy and then the chest isn't in there and then you gotta go another 30 rounds to get the guy you know and so I give up and I come on the next day I do it once and it's there so I got lucky yeah. actually that was when I was playing with you if you remember yeah yeah I, I, I remember quite fondly that moment <laughs> but uh okay so you're, you're playing a wizard um what kind of build are you rocking right now I'm using like a kiting build, um, basically rocking Blizzard with uh, Pierced Orb and use Blizzard to slow them down as they're coming towards you and use the Pierced Orb to shoot at them and it seems to be working really well with me. You know, when, when you got the force armor and the force of weapons to bring up your you know, your damage and not being able to get one-hitted, 
And as you run away, you can teleport away or use a diamond skin, which, you know, gives you, I think, absorbs all damage. Well, most damage, I should say, because I think they nerfed that down so that you can get actually can get it can get hit out. Right. Yeah. Like, I, um, I, I forget the exact change, but uh, they, they made it so that if a hit hits you for over your max life, it will not reduce the damage. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think that's how it worked. Yeah, I was using that cheap wizard build, that the regen life build. Yeah. And <laughs> it was working so great. It's pretty much how I walked hell. I just got right through hell mode and like nothing. And then I you were I played with you and that day we were joking about the the DPS when I asked you how much do you have? It's like two thousand. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah, no one's counting, but I got seven. <laughs> yeah. But uh it was working really well, you know, because basically you could get hit and get hit and get hit but you would never die because your life regenerated so fast that, you know, with that force armor on, you get hit and you can only drop so much life that within two seconds, my life's back up. But then they nerfed uh, the armor, sadly. Yeah, I, mean, well, I understand why they did it, but it was it fun was, to play with that while. <laughs> yeah, it was just a, just a tad, well, by a tad, I mean a ton overpowered. Yeah, I mean, well, there were people literally getting to Act 3 and Act 4 Inferno by yeah. themselves, no problem. You, you've created everything but a, a puke doctor from a... Well, I got it created, but I just haven't started it. I kind of went, got everybody through past the Skeleton King, you know, just kind of get it going. Mm-hmm. I've been, I'm, the one I've been back onto my, myself is the Barb as well. It seems really fun. I have a buddy who's a barbarian, and he's up there in the levels playing with me in Inferno a lot, and you've played with him. Mm-hmm. And um, he says, like, everything's just so much fun. It's almost where you can just actually, it's like one character you can tank and build through and feel like you built him on your own without having to use the auction house, at least until you get to high levels. So yeah. I kind of want to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, about those high levels, the auction house really does become a crutch. But uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that once we get into my week. Um, so, yeah, so Wizard, obviously, number one. I mean, psh, mm-hmm. there's there's no contest on that. Right? Well, And then Barbarian's number two. Yeah, you know. well, it's, it, number two is, I think, I don't know if you agree or not, but it's going to step up between the Monk and the Barb. I, I'm just debating, because I've seen them both tank, and right now I, I got a buddy that's just insanely good with his I know, just monk. standing in the fire, you know. Just... Oh, yeah, uh, we're fighting the Butcher and Inferno, and everyone else has to run the second fire comes. He just sits there and tanks away. Nothing hurts him. <laughs> it's like, come on. Yeah. His gear really isn't the best either, you know? I mean, he's got some good stuff, but if you ever inspect it, it's... I mean, his DPSs on his weapons are only like 600 each, and, you know, you can get 1,000, 1,400, whatever DPSs on some weapons, so... His life on hit has got to be absurd, though. Yeah. Now he does a lot of crit damage. Yeah. So, okay, so Inferno. Um, I, I mean, I, I think uh, I, I was. I'm, I'm writing a blog post right now. Well, not right, right the second, obviously, because I'm doing the podcast, and I can't multitask quite, quite that much. But uh, in my blog post, I was like, you know, I, I've heard everybody talk about how, how you know, painful Inferno is, but nothing can actually prepare you for just how quickly and how much you blow up when you yeah. encounter that first champion pack and you're like wait what just happened yeah i remember you were in hell you were doing act four and i just remember your tweets like oh this 
Blizzard, not hard enough, not hard enough. I don't know what these people are talking about. You know, remember that? Yeah. And I just wanted to get you into Infernal so bad so you could experience the pain. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so I, you know, we got you through Diablo and Hell and got you in. And uh, you just don't expect it at all. It's yeah. such an increase. Like, we went back, you know, like you said, we've been playing Whimsyshire and Hell. And even that doesn't feel that difficult you know like to go get your five stacks and stuff you hell's now is like a walk in the park yeah just breeze breeze straight through through. it yeah and then you go in the inferno and the difference is pretty outstanding yep yeah yeah brazier gen Uh, although it's going to take you a little bit of time to get there heater warnings it's going to be painful but you, you, you just you got to be a trooper you got to be mm-hmm. a trooper you know lick your wounds and, and keep going so uh yeah well let, let's move on to brazier brazier what have you been up to oh just a lot of stuff outside the game um busy season with my kids playing sports and my son's ball hockey team just keeps winning games uh they finish like near the bottom of the division but it's like they went through the quarterfinals best two out of three won in the semifinals best two out of three so like each series is taking two weeks at a time and now they're in the finals and they won the first game and so you know next game's next week but it's like bouncing between the kids sports and racing from like rhode island up to you know new hampshire pretty much back down I, like just about every other day so i haven't had a lot of extra time playing but when i am playing on there i'm having this case of altitis and i'm just uh i've got all five characters um just started going through the wizard a bit more tonight my witch doctor is 42, my monk is 31, my demon hunter is 21, wow. my barb is 20, and my uh, wizard is 14. You won't have to worry now the, about the witch doctor getting past 42 that you started the wizard. You ain't going to want to play any other class. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is okay. <laughs> I don't know. I was having, honestly, I was having a ton of fun with the monk. And yeah. And I just, you know, stopped playing because it's like my son's doing the same thing. He's been like jumping on different heroes and trying them out and so we'll like join games together so we have all tunes about the same level range and it's been pretty fun doing that and we've been hunting at part time for the uh, whimsy shire staff of herding we've got all the pieces except for the gem i got that last night oh my goodness i was so happy i was like oh jiltara oh my goodness (laughs) i know how you feel (laughs) I was doing that way. Oh, you guys were waiting for me in Inferno. Yeah. Oh man, I I had I had cleared out the Caverns of Frost. Uh, not not nearly thirty times. I would probably put it more at a conservative, like between ten to fifteen. But I was I was starting to feel it. I was like, man, maybe I should just go back to normal. That way I can you know just do this in like five minutes or less. Yeah, no, yeah. what we've been doing is we've both been entering separate games, and if one of us comes across it, we'd invite the other one into the game. Mm-hmm. So that way we both can get the staff so we don't have to worry about the other one being That's there next That's a really time. smart idea. I wish I would have thought of that. That's a really good idea. And it, it cut down a lot because, I mean, that getting that um, uh, the rainbow, uh, that yeah. takes like, tons of runs just to get that one. Yeah, that, I didn't take that long getting the gemstone. I was about... 10 or like like now i'm excited about 10 or 15 runs max the, the yep. liquid rainbow took forever exactly i mean every guy that i was reading was telling me that liquid rainbow takes forever out of all of them so we were really happy when we finally got that one yeah the mushroom then, took about two runs and uh i think the leoric shinbone i just had 
I got that by luck, just popping into one of Nevik's games, and he was right in the, the Orc's Manor, and it was right there. Yeah, I think that was the fourth time that I had restart the game to try to get that shin bone. Yeah, that was actually the time I asked you about your DPS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, funny, right? it's so funny, you know. I Back in hell, I was like, man, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I got like 3K <laughs> DPS. And and now it's like uh, with... Uh, with I, I try to I try to more like a, a ranged build with my my wizard because I'm still rocking the melee. I can pump my DPS up to 27k now, but uh, it's just it's so it's so weird how exponentially uh, quick or like how quickly your DPS just skyrockets once once you get into Inferno, and it's not from farming. Unfortunately, it's from uh, farming the auction house. Uh, oh boy, yeah, yeah. I'm looking 16. forward to that. The level 60 DPS is on the weapons, though, just skyrocket. So that's where the huge jump is. I mean, I think the highest I had was like 450 before I got there, and then I went straight to like 700. So adding 300 DPS plus attack speed just zapped it. Yeah. I also got a chance to talk to a few people from the community who've been listening to the show and stuff, and uh, ran a little bit with a few of them. Talked with Grand Nagus for a couple of hours, actually. And uh, he's a pretty neat guy from Germany, and um, uh, you know he's just been a fan of Diablo for a while, and just uh, enjoying the show. And it's just we had a lot of conversations about a ton of different things. And it's, what's the fun part is it's like two people who've never met, completely different worlds, you know, basically across the ocean. And you know there's a, a lot of things we still had in common, which you know came through the conversations we had, and, and you know it translates into the game too, which was kind of fun. And then. Uh, Another listener, Merig, uh, was running with uh, my son and I through uh, a three-player game uh, for a while, and that was a lot of fun. I uh, got a chance to meet him and chat with him, so I just wanted to kind of give a shout-out to them. And then this is really interesting thing. I was going through uh, Leoric's Manor, went to his room to the left, clicked on the shelf, and of course, thing dropped. It was a scroll that fell on the floor. Never seen it before. But pick it up, and... I, a you know, little screen comes up, read it, and goes, Hey, did you ever notice that there are more walking cadavers in the crypts than the, there are people in New Tristram? You might think that people are dying to get into the crypt. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that Easter egg. No, I'm just kidding. That really didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> no. well, I can't be going there. Of course, I'd be the ghost. Well, I was like, wow, I... I oh, you got to take that a little too serious, I mean. I was into that story, like, dude, what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no, my son and I have been talking about different things with the game and having a little bit of fun with it, and we come up with these uh, pretty lame jokes, but there's, you know, still jokes nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, so what, what kind of build are you still going with your, your puke doctor? My puke doctor? Um, I was having trouble kind of staying alive, basically. <laughs> and so I got frustrated with it, and that's when I started with the monk. Um, uh, but yes. I came back, you know, and I just stopped at 40. But the last two levels, I've uh, been kind of you know, going back, doing some research, looking online, just trying to figure out some things. And basically, I am doing um, the mana darts so that I can keep up my mana. I still pumped up decent damage there uh, for a basic attack. Then I still have grasp of the dead that I'm, but I'm having it so that it's increased slowing so that way it kind of oh, okay. keeps mm -hmm. everything there a little bit longer 
And then uh, the two things that have kind of helped out was using Phantasm. And it's great because it's like a basically it's like a little spinning spirit that just kind of stays in one spot. And you can kind of put two or three of them around. And it does damage everything in that like 10-yard range around it. So, you know, put three or four of those into a pack along with slowing them down. They kind of keep everything in there. Uh, plus, I also have my gargantuan out all the time. I have the um, gargantuan that I use. I forgot the name of it off the top of my head, but it's the one that uh, when it sees champion packs or it sees bosses, every two minutes it resets where it gets basically really large, increases 20% more damage, attack speed, health, and those things. So that kind of helps out. And then right now I've been using the fetish army, just kind of as a, uh, oh crap, help me out button. And then there was one more spell and I'm, it's off my head right now and I can't think of what it is. Basically another damage spell. Is it puking, puking something? No, no, I'm actually not puking anything. <laughs> um, That's good. Oh, the spirit walk is what I'm using for help to help me basically escape everything Death. because basically I turn into a spirit for like three seconds and I give me increased speed during that spirit realm and I basically run halfway across the uh, the map and gets me out of danger every time. Ah, uh, awesome. so it's your escape. Um, oh crap! Button. Exactly. So I like that. It's, it's something that's been helping me survive a lot longer now. So. Well, that's good. How how far in Nightmare did you get up to? I think we're into Act. It's either late Act Two or into Act Three. I've been playing all of them, all these characters so much in different acts. I don't even remember which act I'm in anymore. Yeah. Plus, you know, car car trips up up and down the state and. Oh yeah. It's it's all a blur. <laughs> so Jen, unfortunately, you you've you've been struck with uh, the the busy bug. Yeah, I've got a lot of stuff going on. I've had some extra work up here lately, and I'm putting together shows for two of the other podcasts that I do. So that theoretically, if I put it all together now, I'll have more time to play later. Is kind of what I'm thinking. And I'm putting together a book, which has nothing to do with podcasting or gaming or anything. Um, so all this stuff just sort of hit at once. Uh, and I've been sick, as you've mentioned. So that makes it really hard to find time to play. I did find a little bit of time to play, though. Um, still in normal mode. Still in, well, mostly in... I'm in Act 1, mostly. I think I just got out of Act 1 and into Act 2 with my Demon Hunter. Sean and I are playing together. He's playing a Barbarian. And I think we're both at level 19, so we're not real far through there, you know? Um, but we're somewhere in somewhere in level, or Act 2. And we did have a listener join us. Feezy came and joined us for a little while. And uh, Feezy was playing a sorceress, and it worked out really good with those three classes together. It was really fun for a while, so that was, that was cool. I can't remember how far I've gotten into Act 2. Not incredibly far, but I'm getting there. Haven't finished it yet, that's for sure. Um, and I'm also still trying to level a little tiny barbarian who just reached level 10 and is still in Act 1. And I've talked to a couple listeners. I know I talked to Chronic Fatigue a little bit, and I talked to Sirota a little bit. And for at least one of these guys, I was like expressing how much frustration I had at all the spam that was popping up in the general mm. chat. It was like I couldn't oh, even find yeah. the conversation because all the spam just came through. and. That just ticks me off, man. I, like, stopped being a demon hunter and became a spam hunter and started reporting every last one of those little turkeys, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, fun in D2. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah. want you in my game. I want you to go away. You know, I, I just feel like there is no way that any of those companies are, you know, doing completely legal acts. I mean, legitimate companies, they don't decide, hmm, how should we get more customers? I know, we'll hire people to spam up a video game constantly and annoy people. That should be great. That should work well, <laughs> you know. This is not how legitimate companies operate. So, yeah. I mean. Sadly, sadly, they must get enough people to, uh, to you know, offset their... They, they must have crazy high overhead costs with getting accounts banned and having to, you know, purchase new CD keys and stuff. It's just, it's got to be absurd. I don't even know if they're, like, getting a lot of, like, customers this way. I think they're hoping they'll get customers this way because we all know that other games have had this type of problem with, uh, you know, spam companies trying to sell gold and, you know, rip off your character and your credit card in the process. So it could be that they're just hoping that they will find the same amount of customers in D3, whether or not mm. they have, you know. It's, we don't, we don't know. Yeah, that you know, I actually I didn't even think about that angle. They they their overhead probably isn't that crazy because they are compromising credit card accounts and probably using those mm -hmm. those credit card accounts to buy buy the product keys. Well, that's kind of sucky. Yeah, but, I mean, um, that's probably what they're doing. So, I mean, anybody listening, you know, don't don't buy gold from these people. You're really putting yourself yeah. at a huge risk. Huge risk. Huge huge mm -hmm. risk. So, yeah, I mean, it's totally not I'd worth recommend. it. And, yeah. I was going to say I'd recommend that don't buy anything. Period. Don't even don't spend. You got to remember, like, what's the point of really? I, I, you know, I sold items in day two, so it's a little. I kind of actually know what they're doing. I mean, I used to make a game that says buy items available here and stuff to do stuff like that. But a lot of people that I know personally that would buy the items is they buy this good stuff, they have the best stuff, and then they're bored. It's, it's so much more worthy mm -hmm. if they get it yourself and just go through it. You do know that you can shut the general check chat off though right yeah oh well, i know but i'm just fortunate okay uh, yeah it just, I, I just have this need to go after them you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I don't understand know how, what you mean because in d2 it was insane i mean in d2 it, it wasn't a little chat box on the left and d2 went over your entire screen and they filled it up instantly every public game you went into just zap 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 and you couldn't do it even and then they had these special bots that if you tried to what they called squelch which was basically mute them so you didn't have to see what they're saying. Then they it, it, like, it would show that the account's not online, so it wouldn't allow you to squelch them. That's annoying. See, I've gone as far as I've written on the names of some of these companies, and I'm not going to name any of them because I don't want to give them any more advertisement. And, like, you know, I thought there had to be, like, a better business bureau you could report them to, but there doesn't seem to be one. You know, it only deals with, like, um, spam emails from... Uh, different companies like if you have an email and you can send that to the Better Business Bureau or something and you don't have that with these little monsters in the game here so um, yeah and they're almost know. all out of country so there's yeah. you know there's very little regulation there's got to be something mm -hmm. I mean I was just like that's I was at the point where I was playing kill the spammers instead of you know anything else at, at yeah. point in the game and just hoping it had some kind of an effect but yeah. I don't know if it did or not when did that happen when the auto join into the general chat happened was it 1.0.2 but then they fixed it in 1.0.2b or whatever it was but uh it's just so funny because you know the general chat at any time is limited to a hundred people and when there's you know hundreds of thousands of people up you know they're they're these marketing companies well they're not it, a marketing company they're they're yeah they're, they're illegal. well 
Yeah, but they're only they're only you know able to reach at most a hundred people at a time. It doesn't seem very efficient, but no. See, I think they're banking on that in the past this type of crap has worked. Um, yeah. You know, they've gone into like World of Warcraft and done this. They've gone into other games and done this, and apparently have gotten enough money from it where they think it's going to be efficient to do it now in D3. And, uh, you know, we all can make that completely inefficient for them if everybody ignores them, you know? But, yeah, it's just... I don't know, man. I'm still convinced that there's something. There's something out there we can report these guys to. I'll just find it, you know? There is a there is a list on the, on the forums of report lists that you can write down, because there was a, a blue post about the uh, the mass bans are coming soon, like the first wave already, I think was one of Bashiach's posts. You know, that they already got, like, they know people are cheating already. They know people are botting already. And, like, as soon as they click go, they're giving people, the ones that are doing this, a warning to stop. And they're going to be zapping a lot of accounts coming up pretty shortly, is what it said. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Hopefully it does, because I'm at the point where it's like, could you just give me the ban hammer, please? I'll get rid of all Mm -hmm. of them. I'll spend a whole day and just knock all these guys out, you know. (laughs) I I now know Jen's, uh, I now know Jen's hope to have a spam hunter on the expansion for D3. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, make it an achievement. You've, you've uh, ignored <laughs> and, and blocked, you know, this many spam bots. You know, here's your achievement, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, so that's really cool. all I've been doing in-game. Um, I did write something for the Shattered Soulstone website because I'm trying to... I, at the beginning of the year, I started writing about the artwork in the calendar. And um, I'm a little bit behind, and I finally wrote about the one for May. So that's up there. I called it the Demons of May because it's got all these uh, demons in it and, um, you know, coming out of hell and screeching and all of that. And it turns out they're actually uh, the Fallen is what's in the calendar piece. And mm-hmm. uh, I've got pictures and all that stuff up on the website. You can go check it out. But um, that's what they are. You know, I like you've got this big screeching demon with this club in his hand and there's two swords going through it you know it's not good enough to bludgeon your enemy let's stab them while we do that you know kind of ingenious good way to hold more weapons in your bag space can uh, you know hold for you it's kind of neat um and then sl- slightly after i wrote that and posted it i got into the game and i was in i was playing my demon hunter in act two of normal and i ran into all of these fallen in a large group it was kind of interesting so Maybe if I write something else, you know, that'll appear for me, too. Anyway, that's all (laughs) I've been doing. Well, then I highly suggest that you start writing about legendaries and the pieces for the Staff of Herding. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I might have to do that at some point. Well, That's a big picture of Rakanishu. I was looking at it right now in your Demons of May post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there is actually an achievement for uh, what hitting Bashiok in Development Hell with Rakanishu's Blade. <laughs> I like oh, it. is that what that one's called? See, I couldn't find anything that said specifically what that particular demon was. It kept coming up that it was... Um... Well, I don't think it was Rakanishu, because Rakanishu is a smaller... It was one of the smaller Fallen. And, uh, Lightning yeah, that's one of the Shymen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's actually dead. Because uh, when, when you encounter the uh, the encounter <laughs> in uh, <laughs> Act 2, it's like the shrine of Rakanishu, and they're trying to rise... They're, like, trying to bring Rakanishu back from the dead or something. Pretty mm-hmm. funny. Before I get into my week, uh, since since we were talking about, you know, the spammers and, uh, to a certain extent, account security, I did want to reiterate that uh, if any of our listeners are not familiar with having a 
an authenticator, I should say, on your account, you need to get one. I, I'm I'm serious. It doesn't matter if you if you don't have a character in Inferno and you don't have the best gear, you will at some point get hacked just for your gold. You can get an authenticator for free if you have a smartphone, or you can get it for six dollars and fifty cents, I believe, is what the cost. It's essentially the cost of the the physical fob that comes to you plus the shipping costs. So mm-hmm. Blizzard doesn't make a dime on it. They it's just out there as an extra layer of security and you absolutely need it. Another thing that I did want to bring up because I've heard this mentioned on other podcasts and on other websites about uh, all these reports of people getting quote unquote hacked from playing public games. That's not how you get hacked. You get hacked because you get brute forced or you have a keylogger. And it is possible, it's very highly unlikely that you could get hacked even with having an authenticator on because the uh, the window of opportunity to get into your account is, I think, only a minute. So if they can key log your authenticator code, that code is only good for one minute. I believe, I believe that's, I believe it's only a minute. Um, but yeah, the authenticator is a must. I, I know some of our listeners may be like, well, why do I need one? Hacking is the number one way that uh, all these gold-selling sites operate. They they no longer farm. Re- remember that old term, gold farming? You know, well, this is more of an MMO term. It, it's not as familiar for Diablo folks, but uh, the the era of gold farming is more or less over. I mean, sure, there are still some companies out there that gold farm, but for the most part, most of these sites operate off of hacking accounts, and they they you know they transfer the gold off, and then they sell it before that account gets you know locked down, and then they get the money, and then they kind of steal the credit card information or sell that information to other you know black market sites, and yeah, it's it's not good. So get an authenticator. I, I'm I'm dead serious about it. Do it. Mm-hmm. You can thank me later because one thing they did really good with that too is I noticed because I went to use the Real Money Auction House. You have to have it to do that. Yes. So if you guys try to get on there, you're gonna it's gonna tell you and make you get one anyway. And that's actually how I came in to get mine. Um, I was thinking about doing it. I just never was, and I probably should have done it even sooner. But if you want to go on that. The, just for their own security and helping you as well just to get it and it only makes it an extra one more little thing you have to type in to stay safe yeah and it's not every time you log in they've enabled uh their warden program can track your ip a little bit and mm-hmm. if you're logging in from the same ip every time it's not going to ask you for that authenticator authenticator code all the time so um, at first, you know, back when this ha- first happened in WoW, I was like, well, but I want to enter my code every time. But then, you know, I kind of got used to not having to enter it. So it's like, yeah. It's- I don't know if I changed, uh, changed mine or not, but mine has always been all time. Maybe it comes defaulted that you do it every time. Uh, it might be. I, You yeah. know what? I, I haven't actually looked. I, at I have the smartphone one. I don't know which ones you guys got. Yeah, I have the smartphone as well. But anyways, yeah, definitely get an authenticator. Um, you you do need it. And hey, if you if you want to buy gold, you'll be able to legally, legitimately through the Real Money Auction House once they uh, once they open up the commodities on it. Right now, it's just items that you can sell on the Real Money Auction House. But uh, once commodities goes up, eh, I I don't know if gold's gonna go up at the same time, but I imagine it would. That will be your that will be your best way of buying gold if you absolutely feel like you have to so mm-hmm. 
And I think it's good that they put the authenticator on the auction house so that all of these spammer companies that are, you know, hacking accounts and stealing stuff can't go sell it and make more money for themselves. You know, yeah. just right through the system. I mean, good lord. You know? Yeah, I just, I wonder how long before they decide to increase the limit from the $250 because, uh, Oh boy, did did you did you take a look over at that real money auction house the day it went live? <laughs> there was so much stuff up there for two hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, man, these people are crazy thinking that they're gonna sell this stuff for two hundred and fifty dollars. But then I thought about the people who are gonna buy these things for two hundred and fifty dollars are crazier because why would you do that? But mm-hmm. the only way I could see to buy something for two hundred and fifty dollars is if you've already sold your own and you just kinda worked it through everything was in the game and you actually never put a penny into it if there was something so awesome that you just had to have maybe doing it that way but actually spending cash putting cash in to buy it i don't know <laughs> i don't think i could do that yeah not only that but as you mentioned you know if you buy all the best equipment and you haven't had to work at it you're going to become bored with the game so fast and then you're not going to play it anymore yeah what? and i know that there are some people in the community complaining that you can't just go on to the real money auction house unless you have an authenticator but you gotta think about it this way Blizzard, you know, yeah they're protecting themselves but they're also protecting you from other people who might take advantage if you just go to the real money auction house without an authenticator you know, they your account gets hacked they're pulling money out of your account mm-hmm. and you don't want that and it's just more of a mess and a pain for you it's like when you get in a car accident you know, and somebody hits you, it's not as much of a pain in the butt for them as it is for you because you have to go through, you know, all of this extra work just to get your car fixed. Well, same thing with your account. You have to go through all, all this extra effort to get your account fixed. So just get an authenticator and you won't have these problems. You know they're not going to take Diablo 3 off, offline and put it so that you can just play it on your computer. They need to keep it online so they can control everything themselves and make sure they know what's going on at the auction house what's not going on and number one best thing too it's not like we're trying to sell anybody on this it's just it's free yeah you know that's the biggest thing you don't have to pay a penny to get it so why not just do it yeah as long as you have a smartphone of course but uh, the cost is negligible if you if you get the physical key fob Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so with with that lovely little uh you know account security advertisement out of the way or well not an advertisement. It's you know, it's a it's a per- public it's a service. It's a public service announcement. You know, you yes. got to play safe, so get an authenticator. Ta-da. Yes. Yeah. So, as yeah, where for you me, <laughs> I wasn't gonna go that far with it, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Somebody uh, asked. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> so, how's your week been, Nev? Uh, well, since I broke my hand, I'm gonna have more time to play Diablo, which is. Good and bad. I, you know, I, I kind of actually wanted to work because I, you know, kind of would like to earn my full wage as opposed to being on disability. But whatever, you know. But anyways, I did get my my melee wizard into Inferno, and oh boy, it's soul crushing. Inferno is really soul crushing. And in fact, the one thing that I, I kind of see the argument in this because I kind of feel the same way. There was a thread posted up on uh, Diablo fans about how Inferno in particular and the auction house has more or less kind of destroyed Diablo 3. I don't think it's destroyed the game, but it's definitely, you know, kind of soured the game just a, just a tad because 
right now it feels like the only way that I can progress through Inferno is by buying equipment off the auction house. Uh, because the drops just aren't there, you know. The w Antonio and I, you know, we, we've been we've been running Inferno a couple couple nights this past week, and we get a lot of junk. We get a lot of junk rares. We get a lot of junk rares that are not even level sixty equipment. So it's like it, it feels like you're spinning your wheels. And the only way to quickly, you know, get past Act One and, and into Act Two is to to buy gear and then you get into act two and it's even more of a brick wall that you have to you know smash through so you have to spend more gold to get more gear or in this case now you can use real money but uh, it's just you know one little gripe that i have i i feel like inferno the drops should at least you know i i would be okay with it only dropping level 60 gear because you know you're in inferno maybe the occasional level 58 59 you know that's fine but with the nature of how the items are generated anyways a lot of that level 60 gear is going to be junk you know and you're not going to be able to use it because it's not going to be perfectly itemized or it's not going to be itemized for the build that you're trying to go with so you know it's kind of like it, it just feels like an extra treadmill that you have to you know run on in order just to even get onto the treadmill to even progress into act two so it's just you know just a little bit of a gripe but with that there's being... a couple different ways you could they can fix that though like either making it worthwhile to sell instead of only being worth 400 gold for all them stuff that you have to work pretty darn hard to get you know to kind of make that or hopefully with this new patch that's coming out upping you know and making those legendaries be legendary Hopefully that changes the fact too, because I mean, like you said, we and you were talking playing the other day. I found a couple legendaries, but yeah, I found more than you, but they really weren't worth anything. I mean, fifteen grand, I sold a, a couple of them for that on the auction house, but fifteen thousand gold really doesn't go that far when you're in Inferno trying to buy stuff. If you get lucky, maybe, but not most of the time. Actually, the one point zero point three is not not even going to have that um, the legendary buff, right? But it will have the itemization drop. Diff uh, they're they're going to make it so that you can farm acts three and four in hell difficulty and still get um, you know the eye level 61, 62 gear uh, that would more or less only drop in acts one and two in Inferno. It's going to be a really low drop chance, but it's there, you know. And hell is pretty easy once you have a pretty decent set of gear, you know, to you know, at least get through Act One Inferno fairly well. I'm still, I'm still doing the melee wizard. Um, I tried, I, I really tried to do a, you know, a kiting build or just you know a ranged build with my wizard, but it just it didn't feel right. You know, I've gotten I've gotten the muscle memory for you know spamming my my ice armor that has the uh, the frozen storm the the little hurricane style area of effectability and also you know using uh, the ray of frost with the sleet storm rune and it works for me the one thing that i did have to adjust going from hell into inferno was i had to get some crit gear i absolutely had to get crit gear because i replaced my evocation uh, passive with the critical mass where if i get a critical hit it'll it'll reduce the cooldown on any of my abilities that have a cooldown by one second so 
what that means is I have more uptime with my Frost Nova and my Diamond Skin, which has made the world of difference. I, I now feel like my melee wizard makes any Inferno party a better party. And I proved this earlier today. I joined a public game and I was, uh, let's see, I was doing the, uh, I was doing Electrocute with the, um, I forget what rune it is, but it basically turns the Electrocute into uh, these really fast lightning bolts, like that will pierce through enemies. And with a 1.62 speed weapon, I think that's what I what I have right now. It was like a machine gun. It was, it was pretty cool. And then I was also using uh, the Arcane Nova, or the Arcane Orb, I should say, and Arcane Hydras. But it just, it, just something didn't feel right. And it kept dying, and I kept dying, and everybody kept dying. And then I'm like... I'm like, well, I don't have any Nephilim Valor, so screw this. I'm going back to town, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going back. I'm switching my skills back to, you know, being a melee wizard. As soon as I did that, went back in. I was able to lock down packs with my Frost Nova and stand up in their face with my Diamond Skin, and we progressed through. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sold. I'm, I'm staying with a melee wizard. My question about your crit. Now you said it gets a second off each time. Now, if can you stack those seconds? Like, can you hit uh, critical damage, you get a second, get another second, get another second, so it goes really fast away? Because I mean, sometimes I see a lot of crit hits at once on my guy. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Does it go down? You only get that one second, and if you crit again, you don't get nothing, or is it the other way? I know that it's every time it crits. There, there's a certain threshold. I mean. You, you might get like five crits in one AOE move, but it would only move, it would only, you know, drop your cooldown by one second. But it, I, I have I have seen my cooldown go from 10 seconds to zero seconds in the span of like three or four seconds. So, right, I, so it must act somewhat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing when, when you're able to keep diamond skin up the entire time. It, it's amazing. And then if you have that and enduring, I don't know. Do you use enduring or do you use like mirror? Uh, mirror is worthless. Um. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't really give them any damage anyway. So yeah, it did in the the low levels it kind of was nice, like maybe in hell or nightmare. But yeah, well, considering that ten thousand damage is like maybe a hit from you know your average your average mob, you know. The, yeah, and you're only gonna reflect five thousand back it's not worth it so yeah there's another one though too i think it's crystal that you get more and more absorption isn't that one on that too uh there's there's one that um increases the duration but that's you know that that's worthless in inferno you're unless you're not getting hit you're not going to worry about your diamond skin running out (laughs) right which one do you use i use the enduring the the one that doubles doubles it right doubles yeah, the amount that it can absorb so mm-hmm. yeah it's even then like if a heavy hitting mob hits me the diamond skin will fall off in one hit right i kind of use it on my build like i said i use it to if, if guys too close to me hit that so i don't get hit and then teleport back mm-hmm. yeah i'm still i'm still using ice armor uh, I, I tried using the energy armor and with like the pinpoint barrier to increase my crit and or you know the uh not force armor but the prismatic to increase my resistances but it just it didn't feel right you know i i like having the aoe um chill effect it's really nice and well, as long really- as the ice armor takes it still allows you to not get one hitted right i mean you don't get ever get one hits do you 
Uh, if if I'm unlucky, yes, I yeah. can still get one shot. But you know, it's it's the price I pay. Right. That's pretty much the only reason why I went with the force. I just really don't like getting one hit as a personal preference. It kind of drives me crazy. So I, I like to at least have a chance. I feel like with Force Summer, I have a chance on a lot more things. Yeah. So, yep. I'm, I'm almost assuredly going to be going melee with my wizard from here on out. It's amazing. It really and is. That's what's so fun about Diablo is the diversity that you can do and still you don't have to have one certain build like in D2. You had to be a hammered in or a lightning sword, so you weren't going to get anywhere. You know, this one you can pretty much do what you want and then just rock the gear up and, and the gear can make any build strong, you know. Yeah. Except for a tornado. That that won't do nothing. Yeah. Energy <laughs> twister. Yeah. That It doesn't matter what you do. All the runes are worthless for that sp- that spell because it's a worthless spell if you are using energy twister you're doing it wrong then energy blast maybe we can get a, an update sometime in the future where they swap them out or do something to them to make them somewhat worth you know worthwhile yeah energy twister it, it's a neat idea just it it doesn't work that but, would be cool if they had like a hurricane rune for that you know mm-hmm. like the druid yeah but other than my wizard, uh, I, I haven't touched my monk, and I attribute this to, I was just, the monk really doesn't have a good spirit dump. What, what I mean by that is, uh, say, say you have max spirit, you don't have a really good spammable ability because most of your spirit users have either have a cooldown on them or just aren't really useful for, you know, single target damage. So I kind of kind of you know i was like uh, you know i kind of really want to play this barbarian and then i started doing a frenzy barb and yeah that that's all she wrote i i now my frenzy barb is now up into uh i think i got him up to level 44 before the podcast and he's in uh, act two nightmare and oh boy i had to buy some uh, vitality gear for him because he was getting he was getting gibbed pretty good and Act Two Nightmare. It was, bring, it was bringing back flashbacks of my my wizard and and like when I was like, oh my god, oh my god, am, am I going to continue playing this game because this is not fun right now? You know, I see a champion pack, I'm dead. I I see a unique, I'm dead. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh. So yeah, definitely, definitely had to get some vitality gear, but uh, I'm doing that and I I'm using the uh, the I forget the exact name of the ability, but it's where you'll charge charge a target and you'll deal damage to everything in the in the way and i have it ruined with uh every target i hit with that reduces the cooldown by two seconds so if i if i do it right i can i can you know just charge from one side to the other back to the other and it's just a lot of fun it's a little more fun than just whirlwinding i guess you could say i need to get my alts going really bad oh, there's all these other classes that are so exciting like i really want demon hunter at a level to have a level 60 demon hunter so i gotta get that one going too but why what, what's so exciting about the demon hunter Rapid fire. Sheer, That's what's fun. well Rapid fire. It's, it's fun even at low levels if you know i mean if you want to be up in their face smashing the barb yeah but the demon hunter just watching what they can do in high levels like just when i see a guy come in doing 170,000 on a public game with a demon hunter it makes me want to be a demon hunter <laughs> yeah that is a little that is a little absurd and speaking of absurd um i heard about this uh this alternative build for a barbarian and anybody 
anybody who's listened to the show knows I'm a sucker for you know the alternative play style for a build for a character. Well, evidently you can play as a ranged barbarian, and I'm going to include the links to the guide for this and the hilarious YouTube video. The the guy who put this video together. Uh, I don't want to spoil it. You just got to watch it. It's you'll enjoy it. You'll be entertained. It's just it's amazing. This guy's doing like 70k as a ranged barbarian and in Inferno, and it's just it's like this shouldn't work, but it does. Why does this not feel right? You you got a wizard that you want to do melee, and now you're gonna to want to do a barb that you want to do ranged. I think you got your uh, your guy switched around here. <laughs> well, I I've always been labeled a little <laughs> peculiar, so I just find that so cool. Yeah, and if I ever do create a witch a witch doctor, I'll probably go summonless. And if I do a demon hunter. The demon hunter has some melee abilities, right? <laughs> I can see you. You just hit him with your hit him with your crossbow. And hit him in the head with the crossbow, exactly. Just slap <laughs> him upside the head with the crossbow. Oh. Dazes him for two seconds. You're all good. You can, you know, vault out of there. So that that's what I've been up to. Um, I've I'll, I'll be going back to my monk um, after Antonio and I. We we were in a game with uh, his uh, his brother-in-law and brother-in-law, right? Or your yep, sister's yeah and uh and his friend and his friend was a monk and just standing in the fire you know didn't get, didn't care <laughs> his health wasn't moving i was like yeah you know what maybe i should maybe i should oh, yeah. you're talking to brad not my brother-in-law yeah, uh, yeah then the guy's name's tonberry if anybody ever sees him he'll he's always willing to help anybody he's on my list um his monk is insane man and I, I have been. I played a. I played a couple games with uh, our, our listener Lunar Fisher. Um, I didn't see his girlfriend in there. Uh, he was playing with a friend, but I've also played with like uh, Sin Weaver and uh, who else did I play with? Recently? We played with Zesty. Yeah, we played with Zesty. That that was a lot of fun. It was Christmas for Zesty, mm-hmm. and uh, and play a lot with Tinnock. He's really enjoyable to play with. He's fun to talk to, and he's on Mumble a lot. Yeah, he, I think he's. Uh, I think he's rocking his his Demon Hunter more than his Barbarian now. Yep, he's at sixty with that now too. I just played with him today. Yeah, and there's. I I apologize if if anybody I've played with in the past two and a half three weeks now, uh, you know I've broke my hand and high on in so my memory's not all 100% there but yeah it's been it's been great you know I I nothing nothing makes my day like just a random you know random listener saying hey I listen to your show I really enjoy it you know it just really makes my day so makes my day when someone says hey my favorite part of the show is the share source is your segment I'm like I'm not even on it completely but thanks <laughs> <laughs> mm. all right mr. 37k Oh, let's not get negative. Come on. <laughs> You'll be there soon enough. You know it darn well. You just I mean, you just got a new weapon finally, so that probably zapped you up quite a ways, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh other other than uh playing lots of Diablo, considering that I'm going to be off for the next 6 weeks because my employer kind of doesn't want me to uh be working with a broken hand, I'm definitely going to give uh Diablo 3 The Order a listen uh, now that I'll have plenty of time to do so and 
all of our listeners, which I hope most of you have already gone and done this, you can sign up with Audible and get Diablo 3 The Order for free with your uh, your free credit just by signing up. They will give you a free credit in addition to 30 days of uh, di- digital subscription to the New York Times and Wall Street Journal. And, and yeah, you, you can do that. And uh, you know what? I, I, I scrolled past the URL, which everybody's going to kind of need. It is bit.ly slash sspbook in order for you to, uh, you know, sign up with Audible and give us a little bit of kickback with them. And um, the subscription is $14.95 a month, and you'll get a free credit, which I got my free credit. I haven't used it yet um, for my first full, you know, fully-fledged Audible member membership, whatever like I said, I, I knew going into this drinking beer and, and taking a Vicodin was probably not going to be a good idea because now I'm kind of rambling. But, um, yes. <laughs> but I, you're not in any pain, am I right? Settle down, Nevik. It's not being negative Nevik anymore, so that's kind of... Well, maybe a little. But. Well, I, I'm always a little negative. I, I, did a, <laughs> I did earn the nickname Mr. Negativity for good reason. I swear, when I came into that one game with you... I didn't even know if I should leave, maybe, because I could feel the heat, and I'm, like, 1,500 <gasps> miles away from you. <laughs> oh, it was just, it was like, no matter what champion pack leading up to that point, there there was nothing I could do. I, I just, I, I was, I, they would look at me, and I'd die. So it was very Everybody frustrating. Everybody gets to those moments, So Like, I had a game the other day with every single champion pack, and my most hated thing is mortars. Especially being a kiting build, like it's so hard for me to get those. And I, I'd finally get one done, go five feet, and there's another one with mortar. They all have mortar. <laughs> and yeah. they wouldn't be so bad, but every time you get mortar, they gotta have plague too, so that you, like, you know, because if you get close to a mortar, it won't hit you. But then you get plague, so you can't be close. So what do you do? You know? Yeah, log off. <laughs> yeah. Restart the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there there was a one champion pack. I think it was a plague desecrator, frozen mortar, arcane enchanted. I was like, okay, yeah, that's not happening. By uh, fire chains, mortar, desecrator, plague, and frozen. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fire chains. Another another fun fun little one. But yes, um, be, before our listeners forget about Audible, please do go to bit.ly slash sspbook to sign up and get your 30-day free trial and download uh, Nate Kenyon's Diablo 3 The Order. Um, you will not regret it. And now that I'm, hopefully most of our listeners have gotten through the game, you can listen to the book as you play the game. So there you go. Yeah, I thought about doing that while I play my alt. Yeah. But we have a ton of email, so we really need to get into this before the show ends up being three hours long. <laughs> I don't think I have the stamina to go that long. Yeah, I was about to say, Brazier, you going to leave that one alone? I was, I was going to say that's what she said. Just throwing <laughs> it out there. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, that would have been good. So, uh, so if you want to send us an email, and I encourage everyone, you know, all, all of these listeners that, you know, are, are chiming in and saying, hey, I listened to this show. Why not send us an email? Let let us know what you've been up to. You know what builds you're you're using. You know what great loot have you found or purchased for an obscenely low price on the auction house. You know, just shoot us over an email to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. But Jen, why don't you tackle the email from Chad? 
Okay, so this is from Chad. He says, Hi gang, this is Chad, the Angry Birds playing gamer who wrote to you guys a couple of weeks back. I am a full-fledged Diablo addict now. I currently have a level 35 Barbarian, and I can't believe it, I am actually in Act 1 of Nightmare. Holy crap, is Nightmare a really different experience. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I guess it is. I'll see when I get there, but um, I believe you. <laughs> he goes on to say I had two points I wanted to mention. One, I discovered a trick in the auction house that has helped me out a lot. I search for items with reduced level requirements, usually in the, in the 3 to 6 range. So when I'm at level 16, I'm using a level 21 sword and so on. This helps me really breeze through some of the bosses and packs of monsters. Although my barb is level 35, I am currently using a level 41 dagger, and my total from weapons and gear gives me a whopping 857 damage. It almost feels like cheating to be able to use gear I shouldn't be able to use yet. But Blizzard makes these items, so I guess all is fair in war. And the second point is, does anyone know what the Black Rock Ledger is? While playing, I've picked up two pages from this, page 4 and 32. I can't use them anywhere. I can't sell them, and they take up two slots in inventory, and I seem to be stuck with them. Do you know what happens if I am able to find all 32 pages of this thing, assuming there are only 32? I am loving your podcast, and thank you guys and Gal so much for all you do. And that's from Chad. He's got his battle tag up here, too. You think he wants us to read that one off? Well, it's it's up on the website. It's Ripley number 1307. That Blackrock Ledger, that that's a lost reference, right? Maybe. Lost I think it is. Why were you thinking lost? Uh, Well, there's like a lost ship or something in Act 2, and I think that's where it drops from. Who was I talking with about this? And I'm like, what is this? And they're like, oh, it's a reference to Lost. And I was like, oh, well, no wonder writing. I didn't get it because I didn't like Lost. Oh, you know? I get it. I get it now. Yeah, in Lost, and I hope this isn't a spoiler for anybody because the show's been over for quite some time. There's, um, I'm going to say a scene, it's more than one scene, where there's a computer and they need to punch in certain numbers at a certain time. And one of them is four and one of them is 32. And there are five other numbers. And I'm dyslexic as hell, so I'm surprised I remembered those two. But um, yeah, you had, they had to have that code and it was very important. So mm-hmm. that makes me think that if it's a lost reference, there's going to be about six pages or five pages. Yeah. And it'll and all I correspond to those numbers. Now I get it. I'm just looking up uh, Diablo Wiki just to kind of get a quick look at it and Blackrock Ledger can be found in Act 2 the City of Blood mission right outside of Kasim Outpost uh, Eastgate and the Singing Wind there are a total of six pages found in the game each page referring to a number found on a television show lot uh-huh. uh, these pages are 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 also the first letter in each of the pages text if combined spell out Dharma a further confirmation you pages refer to lost yeah oh yeah dharma was all over that yeah well blizzard that That was such a good show blizzard loves their pop culture references so (laughs) exactly what if it has any kind of hidden thing though if you get all of them you can actually do something with it or not uh doubtful most of most of the pop culture references in wow really don't do a whole lot Mm -hmm. um I, there, there are some few Easter eggs, which reminds me, I, I did finally, uh, I, I encountered the quality well, in uh, Old Tristram, and that is a really small little secret level. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went through and killed all the QA testers. That was fun. <laughs> 
Still, ha still haven't run, run across development hell, but you know, someday, someday, Bastiok, I will have my revenge. But uh, <laughs> so we also have an email from Sanjira, and I will take this one. Hi guys, your show is great. I am writing in for a couple of reasons. First, to let you guys know, there is a secret level. Not sure if you guys knew that or not, but I did want to confirm it. LOL. Side note, I think I did see a video video on MMO Champion before launch. And of course, he is referring to the uh, Whimsy Shire. It is the pony level. Um, I was up at 2 a.m. on my level 12 monk, who is now level 20. And I joined a public game, and it's rainbows and unicorns. There is nothing uh -huh. like killing a unicorn and having blood explode from it. I was in the level with a level 60, or I was in this level with a level 60. Not sure why it would let me join that game. Then I died quickly as I made the mistake of attacking and res back at town. He came back to town and left quickly. He did answer my question about what I was in, though. Uh, I couldn't get a screenshot and not and not totally sure how to take one anyways uh you just hit print screen and i forget exactly which folder you have to navigate to but uh may maybe if i'm feeling rather frisky i'll i'll include some information on how to find your screenshots because you know may maybe you want to take one and send it in with your email you know may maybe we'll create a gallery up on our website of of all of our listeners yeah, I think I just created myself a lot of work there. Anyways, possibly um, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sanjira continues. The next reason I am writing in is I wanted to tell you about how Diablo might be getting a clan slash guild system. I listened to another podcast and found out at some point in quotations, StarCraft is getting some type of clan support through BattleNet. They talked about how StarCraft is a big esport and that's why they would support something like that. They wanted to see how Diablo panned out before doing it though. They also said that if StarCraft is getting something like this, then something probably would be done for Diablo 3 as well. I am wondering if Diablo could turn into a big eSport too. PvP and stuff is coming in later patches and all. Again, it's great listening to you guys. See you in-game later from Sinjira. And yeah, I guild support would be pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know how I don't know how functional it could be. You know, it would be cool though just to have you know like guild chat like in wow which would be neat nice without you know having to join a a special channel or whatever being someone that doesn't play the other games really what is, what is actually is a guild i don't even is that just like a little clan of people that play together or what yeah it's, um yeah it that's the shortest way to explain it it's a group of people who have all officially connected to each other within the game to indicate that they're in the same guild and you get uh, a little channel that's all your own to talk to only people that are in the guild with, mm -hmm. oh, um, okay. which makes it easier. You can just you know use your guild channel instead of um, say general with all the spammers, you know things like right. that. Um, it makes it easier for that. In World of Warcraft, there's a whole bunch of other stuff related to it, but I could see the little channel with just talking to your guild work in Diablo. Not sure about all the rest, but that part I could see as an advantage. And then you get a guild bank where you can stick stuff in. Maybe they would do that. That would be cool. That would you be know, pretty cool. It'd be but, easier uh, to share stuff with people in your guild and things like that. Um, you know, I could see that working maybe, but I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's it's more... I think when they do include it, it will be more like clan support for, you know, um, eSports-style clan support. 
where it doesn't really serve a function other than just, you know, being affiliated with a certain clan. Like your clan would appear underneath your battle tag, you know, on screen or whatever. And that that's it's just there, you know, to affiliate yourself with a specific clan. That's pretty much all the functionality that it would have. But I'd be cool, you know. I know with the Battle.net that they want to kind of upgrade it and make it almost like a Steam style mm -hmm. at some point where they can have a bunch of Blizzard arcade games on there, like Blizzard All-Stars coming on there and maybe using the map editor to create um, additional games uh, through StarCraft II. And I could don't see why they wouldn't want to put together some sort of uh, social support through Battle.net so that you know, even if you don't want to specifically be logged into Diablo 3 or StarCraft or WoW, you can just log into Battle.net and still play these other games and still communicate with people throughout the other games that might be part of your guild structure. Yeah, and the the other thing would be like um, your your a clan support would mean that you would see everybody in that clan. Uh, you, you wouldn't have to like friend them through a battle tag or whatever. They would just automatically appear in your clan chat window if Blizzard ever upgrades the chat system in Diablo. But you know that's neither here nor there. But uh, and, and it would also probably you know much like your social tab, it, you would have a little section like not just for friends or whatever. It'd be like for your actual clan or guild or whatever they decide to call it. That way you could see who it, who in your clan is online all at once. And it's, you know, just organization. That's more or less what it is in a nutshell. Oh, I know who else I played with. I think I played with Commander Bird because our next email is from Commander Bird. Lantonio, would you like to tackle this one? Sure thing. Okay. Um, this is from Commander Bird once again. Okay. Before I tell you my sadness and happiness, I want to tell Jen, demon hunters are great. Yes, Man. yes agrees they with are. You. They're awesome. <laughs> Yay. Someone else agrees with me. I went camping with some friends and got back and patched the game. When I logged on and saw my demon hunter, I'm gonna guess Beowulf, Beowulf, um, on the screen, and she looked looked a little naked with no armor or gear. When I logged on, I found out only my main had lost everything, like gold, gear, and items. I sent a ticket to Blizzard, and they have to roll back my account. I found out you can only roll back two times per account. Love your podcast. Keep up the good work. Commander Bird number 1876. Add me to your list. Yeah. I'm not I, sure what he's talking about. He got hacked. He got hacked okay. is what he's saying. He came back mm -hmm. and found that, you know, his little demon hunter was appearing on the screen like when you start off. Right. Mm -hmm. Where they have like barely any clothing and hardly any armor and, you know, no real weapons. That's, I think, what he means. Is he had all this cool stuff and then discovered he got hacked because when he came back, she looked a little naked. Oh, Some yeah. spammer had hacked in and taken everything. Yeah, I, I was actually talking to Commander Bird on on Mumble that night, and he was telling me about. He wasn't sure. He was like, "Well, it was only my main character." I I told him, you know, it doesn't matter. They they were able to get into your account if any of any of your other characters had anything of any worth, which, you know, for the most part is only just their gear because your all your gold is you know is linked. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. account-wide. So. Yeah, so all, all they really needed to do was clear up, you know, who had the most stuff. And all, all that gold is all linked, so they took all that. But, yeah, he he got a he got a key fob because he doesn't he didn't have a smart fob. A smart, <laughs> smart phone, not a smart fob. I 
hope that he got it set up. I haven't heard from him since, um, but uh, I think I've seen him online recently, so he must have gotten it all set up. But uh, Commander Did he Burge, lose a lot of stuff, or do you know what? Like, was he high level? I feel really bad for him. Uh, he was. was like, I don't remember how far he had progressed, but he he wasn't in Inferno or anything. Mm. But uh, you know, it, you you put in a lot of time. It, it doesn't matter right. if you know you're only level twenty. You know, you you put you know blood, sweat, and tears into that character. And, oh, I'd, I'd be devastated, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I will never ever play a hardcore character. Right. But, um, um, Commander Bird, if you're listening, just so you know, um, I feel your pain, and if there's any way we, I can help you out by, you know, donating you some gold to get some more gear back and stuff, let me know. Just send me a message, and, uh, and I'll help you out too. Yeah, because I my stash is overflowing with gear. I I've been mm-hmm. I've been holding on to like all this Demon Hunter gear for Jen, but she has been oh. playing. I did the same yeah. exact thing. Oh, you guys are sweet. Yeah. And I'm like, well, she's never she's you know, I I need the room, so I just started vendoring it because you know I can just go farm stuff and it's like almost without fail. Whenever I go farming with my wizard, Demon Hunter stuff drops like 95 percent of the time. So. I think Demon Hunter stuff drops a lot of the time because I'm seeing it drop when I play the Demon Hunter and when I play the Barbarian, you know? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. end up like, even if I'm playing the Barbarian, I'm like, oh, it's a crossbow. Is it better than what I have? You know, and I just like have this yeah. thing where I want to keep it. But My, my yeah. first crazy good rare was a quiver. And it's like always <laughs> something to do with Demon Hunters or crossbows mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Demon I keep Hunters getting uh, Barbarian drops. <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of What's, what's it called when you barbarians like their belts and stuff? Oh um, yeah, the the I've, mighty mighty yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. they're mighty stuff. But Brasia, we have an email, f- you know, from our from our barbarian loving Smokemus. I know I see Smokemus on just about every time I'm on. So cool, I get to read his uh, letter. Hey Soulstone crew, firstly, continued thanks for doing such an enjoyable podcast. Well, you're welcome. I hope that you're having as much fun doing it as I am uh, listening to it. May 15th and it's login trouble has passed and now we are kicking demon butt in Sanctuary for real. The game has exceeded my expectation by a wide margin. It isn't perfect, but I didn't expect it to be. And the way it's figured, configured allows Blizz to make any um, necessary adjustments on the fly which wouldn't be the case if it was wasn't an online connection. This is the complaint that he hears most often. In my 30 plus hours so far, into the first character, uh, Smoking Fury, Love the that Barbarian. Name. Oh, that that was a awesome. great name, yeah. And just killed the Skeleton King in Nightmare. I'm a completionist by nature, slow and easy the pace I play. I do have a monk, a demon hunter, and a wizard that all started out at extra stash base. Oh, this guy knows exactly how I like it. <laughs> but once I start one, I feel compelled to level it. Yeah, he knows exactly how I play. <laughs> so all three of these alts are level 10 or higher, with the difficulty curve uh, ramp up between levels being as steep as it is. One of these may end up being my primary character before too long, as survivability with the Barbarian is an issue at times. I had to stack vitality just to complete Act 4 normal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Going through my wizard first time through Act 4, I was like, oh my god, this mm-hmm. is hard. 
Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and it really isn't high vitality stuff. No. Until you start hitting a nightmare. Yeah. Let's see. Quick question for the crew. Are you using elective mode? And he says, I am not yet, but it looks like it may be mandatory as I get it to Hell and Inferno. Yeah, elective mode is, um, yeah, it's pretty much mandatory. There, if you if you go without elective mode, good luck. <laughs> All right, what yeah. does elective mode mean exactly? Does that mean when you can switch your skills, or? It means you can uh, you can put skills wherever you want, with few exceptions. That you know, certain abilities you can't map to like your left and right mouse buttons. Okay. But uh, okay, yeah, then I'm it, not using that yet. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it's fine um, because, you know, level 19, I I don't think you get your fourth hotkey until, what, level 22? But it really doesn't become an issue until, you know, like the end of normal, where you might want to have two defensive abilities or, yep. you know. But, uh, yeah, it, once you get into, um, once you get past Nightmare for sure, if you are not playing with elective mode, you're you're probably hating life because you're probably like, well, I don't like any of these abilities in this, you know, particular type, you know, but, mm -hmm. you know, like, I wish I could just have two of these kinds of abilities. And yeah, so that's where elective mode comes in. And if anybody wants to change that, just go into your options panel and then you'll see that there's a uh, box that's checked um, for ele elective mode. Just uncheck it more. The other way around. Yeah, I think it's I think it's empty, and then you click click check Yeah, and mode. then you click on it for elective mode. Yeah, it, it's still a little clunky dealing with the interface, but uh, you know, it, maybe they'll make another pass on that in 1.1 or 1.2. Who knows? Next question that Smokemus had for us was, uh, are you playing one character? Or are you playing several? And Smokemus says, because you can change your skills at any time. I don't think there's much need to play more than one of any class. Well, uh, I think we talked a lot about this at the beginning uh, yeah. of the show. I mean, a lot of us are, yeah, we're not like settled down and some of us are, but most of us are kind of bouncing around, just having fun testing out the different characters. If we're in beta, we can only go up to 13. Now you can go up to 30, 40, all the way up to 60. So I think we're all just kind of trying to get you know, our feet wet with what we like, the style we want to play the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we're like playing around with the skills. Going, I don't like that one. Let's see if I ruin it. No, how about this other one? Oh, that's better, and that kind of thing. Yeah, and that—that's—that's that's the one thing that I really have to commend Blizzard on. Um, e even though I still feel really constrained sometimes with only having you know six abilities, uh, two on the mouse and four hotkeys, I really wish I could have a fifth hotkey. That would—that would just—that would, would be amazing. But <laughs> you know, it's. It, you can more or less, you know, keep messing around. I, I highly suggest doing this in normal, not so much in nightmare, because by the time you get into Act Two Nightmare, you need to know what you're doing, or at least have a good idea, like with the synergies between cer certain skills and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, definitely experiment in normal. Find a playstyle that you like, and, and that's the great thing, you know. I, I originally started my wizard, you know, playing ranged, but I got into Act 2 Nightmare and I was having a hard time and I was like, you know what, why don't I try a melee wizard? And I fell in love with it and now I'm in Inferno. So there you go, you know, most of these, most of these classes can be played multiple, 
like in many different ways and most of them are viable not all of them are viable but you know most of them are i think the hunter is probably the one where the viability of certain alternative build is not there but that's something that they're trying to address in their first uh, major content patch 1.1 or well i shouldn't call it content patch it's not like wow what am i saying not the same yeah yeah but it, it will have hopefully PvP and legendary buffs, and so that that you know that's a good that's a good amount of content. Smokimus also has a few more questions for us. Next one is, do you think you will try hardcore? Smokimus said that he will eventually try it. No, no, never. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some point, maybe <laughs> for me. Nope. I, I want to try it eventually just to, just to try it. It's going to take me forever at the rate I'm going right now. But what I want to do is get like two demon hunters to level 60 so I can get that achievement, you know? And hopefully I'll have gotten through like the whole game shortly thereafter or maybe at that time. I don't know how that syncs up exactly. But when I get to that point, yeah, I'm going to take one into hardcore and just see how long I last just for fun. But this may never happen at the rate I'm going. I'm still in actual normal. <laughs> but um, I do want to try it. Oh, there's no rush. You know, there's no monthly subscription to Diablo, so you can take your time. That's true. Back, back anytime you want. Yeah. And his last question is, how have you liked the story? Uh, Smokeman said he's liked it. Um, it's engaging, and I'm not disappointed that there are loose ends at the end of it. Uh, this just sets up the expansion we know is coming. Maybe additional expansion. Crosses his fingers. May all of your loot be fat. What a pH. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's how fat it is. I know Jen can't... can only, you know, talk about Act 1, but... Jen, well, what... part of Act 2, <laughs> but not all of it. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I like what I'm seeing so far. What I like the best about it is the way the story is being delivered. Yes. I like that the best. Like, you can actually just talk to the different NPCs and you'll get little pieces of the story, and some of the followers will start telling you some of their story as you run around with them, and um, you can find, like, uh, those little journals that are randomly appearing in places, and stuff like that will tell you a little bit more about the story. I like that. I like the way that's being delivered. You know, it's really hard to miss key points. Because it's being, like, basically, it's... It's just right there for you. You know, you go to talk to a character and they tell you some more. And it's it's relevant to the quest you're on or about where you're it's at. It's immersive too. Yeah, it's it's kinda cool. You know, it's I like the way that's being handled as far as the way it's implemented in the game, I can say that. Yeah. Without giving too many spoilers, uh the twist in Act Two I saw a mile away. <laughs> but the twist that comes later in the game, I I mean like I I, I sorta knew I sort well. I I knew what was going to happen with our dear beloved Leah, but um, the way that it went down was not how I expected it to go down. So, <laughs> yeah, I like the story. I I don't think it was you know uh you know a literary classic or you know the you know the best storytelling ever, but the delivery method was just it's fantastic for a video game. You know, I really enjoyed it. So. Yeah, I have to completely agree with both of you. I mean, I think the best part of the story was not the story itself, but how it was told and how it was presented. And the fact that it's there's enough in there that immerses you in the environment as you're going through the game, but not so much where you're sitting there going, 
okay, I gotta choose this. Okay, I've gotta do this. Oh, let's stand there for ten minutes while I talk to one character. So mm. I can go kill a few more things. Hi, sw- hi Sweater. How, how's that game going? Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I mean, there are certain games that have, that should, you know, have that style. This is not one of them, and this one plays out just fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, we're going through, and she, obviously you can change settings and just skip right through all of it as you replay it. So you don't mm-hmm. even have to bother seeing it again. But the oh, fact yeah. is, like, I'm enjoying every single time I go through it, just letting the the little clip give me a couple minute break, you know, as to what's the next thing going on in the storyline. And it's just fun, because it feels like you get a tiny bit different from each of your heroes, and how they, you know, approach the story, or they talk about what they've done so far, you know, one of those cinematics that goes through. Yeah, not not just that, but like, uh, the little quips that uh, all the different followers have, uh, Mm -hmm. there's there's hundreds of them. <laughs> I mean, c- certainly you're going to see some of them multiple times, but, you know, even even Inferno, I'm still running into new things that my Enchantress will say to me. And it's like, it's like, man, they really put a lot of, you know, character into this game. And that, I think that's the best way to put it. You know, the story is not, you know, it's not ironclad. It's, it's not the perfect thing, but it has so much character in it. And... And I just really enjoyed it, and I cannot wait until the first expansion. Yeah, and what I like is it's not also—it's also not the other end of the storytelling where it, okay, just read a wall of text mm-hmm. and here's your yeah. story. They did yeah, a good nice. job putting it together. Yeah, because who reads? I, well, <laughs> I, I mean, obviously we do since we're reading emails, you know. We are, yeah. But, uh, but in a game like jump. Diablo, I mean, you're going into Diablo because you want to go kill stuff and you know get gold and get loot. You're not going to want a wall of text. You're going to see this wall of text and you're going to go, yeah, and just kind of click over it. You know, so I'm glad they didn't do that. Now we'll leave that for the gold farmers, wall of text. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jen, we have an email from Ripcord. We do. I, I've, I've seen him online. Hi, Ripcord. I'm, I think I've seen him. I'm not sure. I gotta be online more. I'm gonna really, really strive for that between now and next show. (laughs) Okay, so Ripcord says, For those who don't know, there is a quick way to make money and level at the same time. This might get nerfed in the future, but I've made a lot of XP and gold over the past week. Just go to Act 2, Quest 8, The Black Soulstone, Part 3, Soulstone Chamber, and use the waypoint that takes you to Zoltan Cool. Start out in Nightmare Mode. But in Hell Mode, you get 90,000 plus experience and 2,500 gold, and it takes less than a minute to do this run. I went from 58 to 60 in one hour and made 140,000 gold. Try to shorten the runtime as much as possible. You can set your skills just to kill him and skip all the cutscenes using the escape key. I hope this helps somebody as much as it helped me, and that's from Ripcord. Brisha, do you remember if this was one of those that got nerfed? I, I know that they nerfed... Um the end of act three you could you could do a really quick uh act three boss run so they they nerfed the xp gain on that i don't know specifically they've done a couple of hot fixes recently and i'm not sure if this is one of those yeah so i i don't know if this still is functioning i know that there was an exploit in particular with this quest where you could turn it in multiple times with only doing it once but um, they did fix that that got fixed, yeah. And if you were exploiting that, uh, well, 
I'm sure none of her listeners did, but I'm sure the list those that did exploit this probably woke up and found that their account was banned because yeah, that everyone should know. You can't turn in a quest more than once for only doing it once. So, I mean, you can rerun the same quest over and over and over to your heart's content. That is not an exploit because you know that's what you end up doing in Inferno. Uh, I think the most common thing is to do a siege breaker run, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. I I think they may have nerfed the experience in gold. From... I'm pretty sure they did because I swear one of the patch notes it said that after your first run the experience just goes way down as well as the gold that you yeah. get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea, anyways. I mean, you can apply this to different quests. I mean, certain things are not quite as fast as this, and I'm still amazed that could kill Zoltan Cool in less than a minute. That's pretty impressive. I mean, I suppose if you have, you know, 70,000 DK, uh, DK, that's not what I meant to say. Um, 70,000, and I was about to say 70,000 K, that doesn't make any sense anyway. You, you know what I'm getting at, right? 70 K <laughs> DPS. There we go. That's what I meant to say. 7 bazillion DPS. Yeah. You win. Yeah. Or, or in uh, Antonio's uh, inferior um, DPS, you know, Mr. 37K. Say it one more time for me. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to hear hear you say it one more time. (laughs) Okay, Mr. 37K. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Sounds so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yet it does nothing. It's not even anything to brag about because I still get whooped. Yeah. Yeah, when when you're seeing videos of people doing like 70k plus in Inferno, you're like, wow, that's crazy. But uh, we have another email. This one comes in from Floydman. I will take care of this one. Floydman says, I was wondering if you three would, well, in this case, four, would entertain the idea of dedicating a segment of a podcast to discussing various builds you've tried, perhaps bringing some fans and friends to add to the debate. I'm still playing my witch doctor. Oh, and yes, he's puke yeah, doctor uh, spec. I just cleared Act 3 of Nightmare using a build that centers around maximizing my ability to drop acid clouds as efficiently as possible. That does not sound fun. But uh, he continues. The key to this build is Grasp of the Dead with extra slow plus Vision Quest. Is Vision Quest? I, 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 okay as one of my passives. I use Soul Siphon with the heal to boost my intelligence and the Gargantuan that can effectively bloodlust and go nuts. Throw in Mass Confuse for great crowd control and poof. I can spam Acid Cloud almost continuously so as long as Vision Quest is active. Vision Quest gets me 300% mana regen while four skills are on cooldown. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I've seen that build a few times. I just have trouble using it myself. It's just, it's not comfortable for me to use. I know I'd just, you know, go ahead and try it some more. But yeah, that's one I've heard a lot. It's a very good build to kind of take care of multiple mobs and keep them slowed at the same time. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Any suggestions on tweaking this? You're going to find crickets with me. (laughs) (laughs) This is not for bosses, just for clearing trash. Thanks and keep Dustin Dimbaddies, Floyd Man. Uh, well, the one suggestion that I would say, um, once, especially once you get into later hell and inferno, especially once you once you hit level sixty, and you start getting stacks of nephilim valor, you're gonna want to find a build that you can do 
you, you know, you can do your AOE, but you also need that single target DPS you, mm -hmm. in order to burst down um, champions, uniques, and or bosses. Uh, so, because anytime you switch a skill, you lose all of your stacks of Nephilim Valor, and there goes, you know, extra 75% uh, gold in Magic Fine, which, you know, really hurts. But, uh, yeah, that, that would be my suggestion, is to find a build that you can do both with. Um, you're not going to be as great, you know, at one or the other, but you need a build that can, you know, probably heavier on the AoE, but you also need just enough single target DPS or, you know, run with a group. <laughs> that That's another suggestion that I that I have because uh, Lantonio and I can definitely attest to this. When, uh, when you have a barbarian and a monk in a group, that group is just a lot better, especially when you have a melee wizard also adding the uh, Frost Novas to lock everything down. That, that helps quite a lot. You know, not trying yeah, to... The one thing that I see with this uh, build that you could do that with, uh, that you're mentioning there, Nevik, is taking out the um, Acid Cloud, you know, getting rid of the AoE, and putting in Spirit Barrage, because basically that's kind of like a damage over time, just like very high damage in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. And you can continually spam that, and it will hit everything that you want it to, without having to be like... It's the reason why I don't like to use the acid clouds too much because it's like a static area it drops it in one spot and that's it um yeah. spare barrage i like because it actually goes you know will jump from one mo mob to another if it before it ends out oh i see yeah that, that's kind of like me and um I, I saw this uh melee wizard build where the guy swore up and down that you absolutely have to use like meteor with the star pact um, just because Meteor has a high chance to crit, plus, uh, you know, the ground, the, the dot that it can do also has a chance to crit. Well, we finally got one more email from SpiderCab, and he says to us, Hey gang, I was called out by Nevik back in episode 5 at 5 as being that guy that will not use iTunes. <laughs> I heard this because after months of periodic checking, I finally came across the show... Um, the show on the Zoom Marketplace, and I started from the beginning. I couldn't rely on Stitcher because I just couldn't sit and listen to a show through its entirety up via my PC. I really enjoyed the non-elitist approach to the show and really felt like I was listening to three friends just chat about a topic that they all enjoyed. I love hearing Lantonio drop the knowledge bomb on the group. <laughs> Even though I have never played D2, and have only played about an hour or so of D1 before my um, XP PC died horribly, I was interested in hearing lore tidbits and your feelings regarding the game. Sadly, I cannot at this time join you guys in playing since my integrated video card, my barely a year old PC cannot handle the majesty of the burning hell. Too cheesy. But I love hearing the game night unfold. It was awesome. I had already heard about the Nightmare of Error 37, <laughs> and now we have the, the uh, Nightmare of Lantonio 37K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and watched a ranty YouTube video regarding it before I finally caught up in the pre-launch episode. It hurt knowing you guys were so excited like a kid on Christmas Eve, knowing also the mess you were going to be faced with. I am glad to hear of your progress and look forward to the day I can join in. Bid cards for Father's Day, anyone? 
Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah. Until next time, I love the show, and we'll keep downloading them as long as you keep posting them. Spider Cav. Oh, thanks, Spider. And, yeah, Father's Day is, uh, well, this episode will probably come out immediately following Father's Day, but, you know, it's this weekend, so, yeah. Hopefully he gets a video card. That would be amazing. Then he can come play with all of us when we're online. Yay. Yeah, and if he doesn't, and if he doesn't mind being twinked, we can, uh, you can have, we'll we'll have a give Spider a whole bunch of, you know, it'll be Christmas in in July for him or June, you know, or whenever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'm concerned with though is if he's using a Zune. Um, I know that Microsoft is moving from Zune to Xbox Music. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And there, it doesn't appear that there's really going to be much, if any, podcasting available through Xbox Music specifically. So the Zune is still going to have, you know, connectivity to that for as long as they choose to continue the Zune. But they are very much switching over to Xbox Music where they're, I think there's a couple of podcasts involved, but it's not going to be as accessible as like something like iTunes is. So he might want to consider Stitcher or maybe like downloading the shows right from the show website or something like that because I really, really believe there's going to be a time limit on Zoom being able to listen to podcasts through it. Yeah, yeah. Just I was just opinion. about. To, yeah. mm-hmm. I was just about to suggest downloading the uh, the sh- the show MP3 and transferring it over to your Zoom that way. That might work out, but. Yeah, just a heads up for everybody who's uh, only using Zune. Xbox Music is not going to have podcasts. So yeah. Just be aware, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so all, all of one person, which is Spider-Calf, will have to worry about that. Because, I mean, who uses Zune? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Spider. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get comments again, aren't you, Epic? <laughs> hey, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Calling just, the guy out again. I don't know. Yeah, because iTunes sucks as well. But, no. There's problems with iTunes <laughs> as well. But um, the thing, yeah, I was just reading about this and I actually wrote something about this for uh, somewhere online. Um, so, yeah, just heads up, Xbox Music is not going to have podcasts. Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, that's a bummer. Well, but, that anyway. is, wow, that that was a mountain of email for us to get through. Um, I, I love it, though. It, you know, it re- it makes it so that we don't have to worry about covering so much of the news, which, you know, isn't our focus. And Nevik, I don't know if you can remember who um, my brother-in-law mentioned that he played with that talked about he's a, uh, like a, he wants to be a voiceover actor. And I, I think he's, was his name Chris? He did a really good Decker Kane. And he said right. something about maybe wanting to be on the show sometime to get some, you know, get his, his voice out there. He should really email the show, you know. Tell us when you can do it. Send an email. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that email address, of course, would be show at shatteredsoulstone.com. Before we do tackle a few things, uh, you know, a few odds and ends at the end of our show, I did want to announce our contest winner uh, for names, Nev's Lol Doctor. Um, Uh, (laughs) Wait, we got... (laughs) Tra la 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 la. (laughs) <laughs> we, we got we got some really creative submissions for this contest, and although none of you really well, I if anybody's been following me on Twitter for a long time, I would have to say this it wasn't my own creation. I, I 
I, I will very shamelessly, you know, credit this uh, term to uh, uh, my good friend Cipher from the Addicted podcast, who I gave him I, I gave him a guest pass for him to try out Diablo three. Um, but he calls puke, or you know, the the act of vomiting. Uh, he he has a very colorful uh, term for it called a technicolor yawn. So I was I was like hoping beyond hope somebody would you know know that about me and be like Technicolor, that would be a great puke doctor name and I'd be like yes you are the winner you win the internet, but uh, we did have a really great really really great name and that name I am going to create my puke doctor. Uh, Yay. I guess immediately following the conclusion of this podcast, I will, or the recording of it, that is, I will be naming my puke doctor Malpractice, which was submitted to us by Smokemus. So Smokemus, yay, you win. You win the uh, Brady's Collector, uh, the strategy guide. I don't remember if you, yeah, the strategy guide. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very cool strategy guide, so we'll be getting that out to you as soon as we can. Yeah, so Smokemus, I believe we already have his his. Do we have his? It's we might we might have it. If not, you know what, Smokemus, just send it out. That way we know we have it. Yep. So yeah, I will be rolling my puke doctor malpractice. Oh, at least yeah. you'll be able to laugh at the name, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Maybe I'll make him a hardcore character. That way, once he, once it dies, I don't have to worry about <laughs> it anymore. Well, Nev, I haven't started mine yet, so when you do, since we both have off, let me know, and maybe we can just start a new care together. Yeah. See what we can get out of it. Yeah. So, like I said, there are a few odds and ends, and the one that I really want to get to um, is uh, the, those of you who are WoW players probably have gone to WoW Insider and know who Matthew Rossi is. Well, he put his thoughts together on his blog, and we're going to include the link in the show notes. I do want to warn people, if you haven't played through the game all the way, there are massive spoilers. I'm not even joking. The entire game is spoiled. Everything, absolutely everything that could even possibly be an expansion might also be spoiled. But it is his thoughts on the game really put the game in a new light. Some people, like, really, you know, bagged on on the plot threads that were left hanging there at the end but Matthew Rossi puts this incredible I I wouldn't call it spin but you know this angle on it that just you know really really makes it interesting so yeah if you play through the game definitely go read this it's you can thank me later it's and him of course because you know he's he's the one who wrote it yeah but uh yeah go read that if you've played through the game uh, the other thing, uh, Jen found this video of four barbarians playing in hardcore. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's hysterically funny. I don't even remember where I found this through exactly. Um, but, yeah, someone made a video, put it on YouTube. It's four barbarians, and they're playing They're playing male barbarians. They are playing in hardcore mode, and they're starting out with just the armor and weapons that you start the game with, you know? And they're yeah. taking their, their four barbarians all the way through to the Skeleton King. And it's just hysterically funny. Like, one of the guys is laughing so hard just watching four barbarians pop up on the screen that he, like, can't even talk. And they do all these, like, crazy things in between. And it's really funny. I'll see if I can, like, stick that in the show notes, too. Um, there are some swear words. I don't know if anybody cares about that. But just heads up, there are. Um, oh, so, you know, don't yeah. play it at work or something like that. But um, it's really funny. You'll be laughing. It was really good. 
I, I have to say the same thing about the uh, the YouTube video uh, the, of the ranged barbarian. There, there's some swear words in there, but it's all entertaining. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're gonna love the video as much as I did. And um, other than that, there are, I, there have been, uh, let's see, Diablo Off the Record is a, another podcast that you guys might want to listen to. They, they're, they've gone with a weekly format, but there's also another podcast that just started up. Uh, I already mentioned Off the Record a couple weeks ago, but uh, there's another one worth listening to. At least I think so. Um, I, I'm still, still trying to grasp, or you know, wrap my head around how many hosts this this next show is has on the show. It's a uh, Diablo the Inferno. Some. You know, allusions to the instance in terms of like there's they have a drop of the week segment, but overall it's it's a good podcast. They they go into you know specific builds on a weekly basis of what they're running with and it's entertaining. They they do some really great um like a production uh production segments. So uh, I would I would highly suggest you guys check them out as well. Um so. Yeah. Other than that, um, I did want to remind everybody we do have a Mumble server. Please hop on. I, I've been trying to get on there more frequently. Um, it's you know it's a great way if you're planning on doing Inferno. You know, being able to communicate verbally is, I guess you could say, essential in Inferno, <laughs> it, or at least it's really useful. It's really useful anywhere you're in. You know? Yeah. And it's fun. You know, it's fun. It's fun to talk to people and be able to play with them and stuff like that. And I know, like, um, when Sean and I play, we're in the same room, so we don't, like, need to go through Mumble or anything if it's just us. And that helps so much. Just to be able to be like, okay, you take that one, and I'll get that one, and, you know, pull off the mob. It Mm -hmm. just, it helps a lot. Yeah. And um, also, if, uh, you know, I might, might at some point... I, I've been meaning to do this every now and then. I, I always forget, but usually there's not too many of us on. Uh, do a ninja record, you know, like just record. <laughs> if you if you do hop on and you don't want to be recorded, just let me know, you know, and I'll edit it out or stop the recording, whatever, you know, if if I'm actually doing it, if I actually remember. Um, so, yeah, you know, kind of like impromptu game nights without, you know, whatever, and just putting it all together and stuff. But yeah hop on our mumble server um it it is a 10 10 uh slot limit we haven't ever hit that so <laughs> i at first i thought well maybe i might want to upgrade it to 20 or 30 you know for a first month but we haven't really ever needed that yet so oh well yeah if i'm we- on it every time i'm playing and so is a lot of the people that i have play with me we all go on so yeah yeah that that way you can talk to lantonio you know in and pick his brain but uh and you yeah. too can get 37k yep exactly well maybe not you too i don't want to give away all my secrets oh. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta be the top dog you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay. so well, how you can get to 35k just let me know Nevik, when you hit 30k so i can go buy spend it. all my 250 dollars and get the best weapon there is yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I think I think this is a, sh- a show. Uh, I'm looking at my recording and like, oh boy, yeah, this is another long show. So well, thank you everybody for listening to episode 17 of the Shattered Soulstone podcast. We are a Dawn Forge production and we would like to thank Medros for hosting our show. You can read the show blog or listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulStone.com. You can find all of us on Twitter. The show account is at ShatteredStone. I am at Nevik James. Brazia is at 
uh, oh yeah, I, I didn't change this in the show notes. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia, and Jen is at Queen of Haiku, and Lantonio is at Lantonio. You know, it's pretty simple, right? Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Google Plus, and I recently reactivated my Google Plus. Don't expect much out of that. I only did it for the addicted. Um, I'm, I'm being honest there. They they record through Google Hangouts, so whatever. I had to do it. Anyways, we cannot do the show without you, the listener, so send in your contributions, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. Until next time, for me, for Jen, for Lantonio, and for Brasia, I'm going to go Technicolor yawn all over the place. Nevik's got to sign up for malpractice insurance. this has been a presentation of dawn forge copyright 2012 find great podcasts and more at the dawnforge.com